It was December 1, 1986, when Kimberly Ann Thompson was dropped off at her boyfriend's apartment. It was the last time the Champagne Woman has been seen or heard from. In her 14th Cold Cases podcast series, News Gazette Media's Carol Varell studies the mystery surrounding Kimberly Ann Thompson, including the possibility of if she's alive today. Varell talks with detectives and family members to update the case that has frustrated both parties. We'll be back after this. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media Vice President, reminding you that we have a ton of podcasts available at newsgazette.com every day of the week. From Dave Gentry's Morning Show to Scott Beatty's News Hour to Brian Barnhart's Penny for Your Thoughts. Head to our website, newsgazette.com, and search for podcasts. Kimber Ann Thompson of Champaign has the kind of special connection to one of her aunts that not too many people have with their aunts. She's named after her, her aunt Kimberly Ann Thompson. Kimber's mother is Kimberly's sister. Even though the 28-year-old Kimber has never met or knew her aunt Kimmy, as she was known to her family, she says it means a lot. And Kimber says when she looks at pictures of her aunt Kimberly when she was younger, she resembles her quite a bit. But Kimber has grown up seeing so much pain and feelings of loss in her family, surrounded by so many unanswered questions swirling through the years. Something happened on December 1st, 1986, about five years before Kimber was born. Something unexplained and sudden. Kimberly Thompson vanished, gone. She was 26 years old. Kimberly's oldest sister, Deborah Thompson, who lives in Texas, remembers playing with her younger sister, games like everyone else does, hide-and-seek and going to the park. This has been a long, hard haul with all of this. It's been so many years now. How has all of this impacted you and your life and your family? Well, with me, I was very sad when I found out what happened and the fact that I never got to see her again. Champaign Police Detective Amy Petrelli has been looking into Kimberly's case for about a year, putting a new set of eyes on the 33-year-old mystery, along with others at the Champaign Police Department, all trying to figure out what happened and who may have been involved. A case with so many unanswered questions and so little information to go on. Detective Petrelli. We don't really know what Kimberly was doing within the last few days before she disappeared. We don't have a whole lot of information as to whom she was with or who saw her last. It is known that Kimberly's dad had dropped her off at the apartment she shared with her boyfriend in the 1300 block of North Market Street in Champaign around 4 in the afternoon on December 1st. It would be the last day her mother and father would ever see Kimberly or talk to her. Her boyfriend, whom she was living with, had reported to her family that he hadn't seen Kimberly in a few days. And her parents hadn't heard from her either. It was believed that Kimberly still had really good communication with her family. They liked to do family events, like just spending time with each other. And she would always make it a point to see her family every two weeks, at least once every two weeks. 
In a News Gazette media story published on June 21, 1987, Kimberly's father told reporter Deborah Pressey he looked all over for her and checked with her friends. They told him they doubted she would simply walk away. Was something wrong? Her absence certainly raised concerns. Her father, worried enough, reported her missing on December 9th, about a week after he saw her last. Kimberly's parents said that their daughter wanted to turn her life around. She had some contact with police for minor incidents and was trying to put this behind her as she dreamed of moving to California to pursue a medical career. But things just weren't adding up, especially when it seemed her luck was turning around. Kimberly's mother told press in 1987 that the day she disappeared, she was on cloud nine. Her parents said Kimberly had learned that she was nearing a settlement of between $25,000 to $35,000 on a lawsuit that she had filed against an employer for an injury she had received on the job. The money was very important to Kimberly, and so was a check she received for medical expenses. It was never cashed. And furthermore, she didn't show up for her last appointment with her lawyer. Another reason for concern at the time, Kimberly had testified as a key witness against Gary Fonville Sr. and Elijah Campbell in a drug trafficking case where they were convicted in September of 1986 and sentenced to seven years in prison in October of 1986. Kimberly was last seen in December of that year. Champaign Police Sergeant Mike Cook was quoted as saying in that same story that police protected Kimberly during the trial and promised to help her relocate, but that she wasn't ready to leave yet. At the time, police followed leads and rumors trying to find Kimberly and determine what happened to her. The Thompson family and police feared she may have been killed, but police were never able to substantiate any theories or weren't able to make any arrests back then. Hear more about this investigation after this. Hi, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media Vice President. Hope you're enjoying the latest podcast by Carol Varell. It's number 14 in a series that's been recognized both nationally and statewide in journalism contests. It takes a lot of time and money to produce these podcasts, so if you're not a subscriber to the News Gazette, hope you do so. Call 217-351-5266 or head to newsgazette.com and Click on subscriptions. It's easy, it's inexpensive, and you'll keep getting content like Carol is producing. Let's get back to her podcast now. It's so hard to imagine what Kimberly's family has gone through in the decades that have passed, wondering what happened to her, where she might be, and if their worst fears are true. Deborah Thompson says her family doesn't talk about it very much because it's just too hard. I would just really love to have some closure for my mother before she dies. It would have been nice to have had it before my dad died. They told me that when my dad was dying that he kept reaching for something, and, and they all like to think he was reaching for her. Detective Petrelli says police are keeping an open mind as they chase down the many possibilities of what happened. So we're not going under the assumption of any particular thing. Uh, 
We don't know if Kimberly's still alive. We don't know if she was met with foul play. We don't know if there was uh, a tragic accident that could have occurred. There's a lot of possibilities. So she could have relocated and just didn't tell anybody and has not reached out with anybody. So there's that possibility that she has, that she didn't leave uh, Champaign in 1986 and didn't reach out to her family or friends. There's always the assumption of, of an accident and she just hasn't been identified yet or or foul play. So we're just keeping an open mind and looking at all perspectives, all avenues. Which would make it really difficult to pursue the case, I would think. Well, if we go straight in thinking one particular thing, then that might cloud your investigation. So you have to keep an open mind and an open perspective whenever you're looking at these cases. So at this point, with an old case like this, basically putting a new set of eyes on the, on the case. What can you say about any possible suspects or persons of interest? Going back and revisiting this case, we don't really have like any particular set of suspects that we are looking at or any one particular person of, of interest. What we're doing is we're implementing more people to look at this case. So we're having our crime analysis individual looking into people who were listed in the previous cases and doing what we're trying to do is like a timeline of events from 1986 to today, seeing if there's anything else that might pop up that she could find that wasn't available back then with technology. A 33-year-old missing persons case with so little information. How are detectives approaching this case so many years later? So looking at a case that is 33 years old and what they did back then as to what we're going to try and do now is we're, we're just starting from scratch and we're looking at their case files, going through their notes, and trying to understand and put into perspective of what they did to compare to what we can do now. Like I said earlier, we have a lot more resources now than what we did in 1986, 1987. Resources meaning people and technology? Technology, people, science. I mean, things are always improving for the better, so that's that's what we're going to be using. And just kind of going through all this with a fine-tooth comb, so it's good to have more than one set of eyes looking at this because there may be things that I'm going to not catch that either Sarah or Dustin is going to catch that, that I'm going to miss. So working as a team on this and not just as one person is going to hopefully give us a better outcome. Some members of that team approach are Detective Dustin Sumption and crime analyst Sarah Bergner. Detective Petrelli mentioned advances in technology, among them new databases. You touched on the advances in science and technology. Do you think that there are any kinds of advances that might be able to help you specifically with this case? I think there's more, or like, not more, but there's new databases that are, and or old databases that have been improved for technology and with science. You know, we are always working diligently with our with our crime labs on new technology and learning new things uh, with science. Something else that we've been able to do with this particular case, back in 2010, Kimberly was entered into the NamUs database, which is um, a database for missing persons or un unidentified persons. So that is out there for the public to see and law enforcement agencies. And they also have their own team 
that look into these cases, uh, scientists, uh, specialists that are able to look at this nationwide versus just within, you know, Champaign County or in Illinois. As Detective Petrelli mentioned, among the numerous databases for missing persons available to the public and law enforcement are the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, known as NamUs, and also the International Center for Unidentified and Missing Persons, known as the Donut Network. Kimberly Ann Thompson is listed in both databases. You can find links to these databases on our website, news-gazette.com. You can also find a list of names and photos of some of the people who have been listed as missing from around Champaign County, according to area law enforcement. The Thompsons are among those families seeking closure over whatever happened to their loved ones. For the Thompsons, in December, of 1986, 26-year-old Kimberly Ann Thompson simply vanished, gone, not a trace. Did she leave on her own? Did something tragic happen to her? What? Someone knows something. Detective Petrelli needs your help. Ultimately, what our goal would be is to give Kimberly and her family some closure on her whereabouts if she is alive. It just takes one person just to for a simple phone call. Or also if maybe somebody might have heard somebody talking about this case or a missing person. Yep, there's, and we're hoping that there are still people around that, you know, from 1986, 1987, you know, when Kimberly went missing, that are still in the community that remember her. And if they heard stories or any kind of knowledge, they've heard people talk about it, we're open to listen. So our doors are open. We're not going to, you know, shoo anybody away. Any information that we can get, we're going to be, we're going to be looking into it. Kimber Thompson wants answers and is appealing to anyone who knows something to come forward for the sake of her family. She says that if it was your family member, you would want closure too. If you have information, call Champaign Detective Amy Petrelli directly at 217-403-6940. You can also call the front desk at the Champaign Police Department at 217-351-4545, or you can remain anonymous by calling Crime Stoppers at 217-373-TIPS. You can also reach out to Champaign Police through various social media. But as the time goes by... The not knowing is taking its toll on Kimberly's family. Deborah Thompson can't hold back the tears as she talks about finally finding out what happened to her younger sister. If we found out she was alive, that would be fantastic. We would be so happy beyond belief. But if it turns around the other way, it would give us some closure, knowing one way or another that she is gone. NamUs says more than 600,000 individuals go missing in the United States each year. Tens of thousands of them remain missing for more than a year. According to NamUs, there are currently 339 missing persons cases in Illinois. One of them is Kimberly Ann Thompson. She was 26 when she vanished on December 1, 1986. On March 12th of this year, she turned 58 years old. Kimberly's sister, Deborah Thompson. Well, whoever did this to her, it would be nice if we could find out, because they need to be punished. I just think it's important that for Kimberly and for her family that we're able to get them answers as 
to you know what happened to Kimberly because like I said we, we don't know we can't say one particular thing so we have to keep an open mind to everything and if anybody knows anything like I said you know we're open 24 7 we would like to get some closure here on Kimberly's case it's been 33 years we just need one person to to do the right thing and all it takes is just one person. And Kimber has one last message to her aunt. She says, quote, Also to my aunt, if she is still alive, just know Grandma left the trailer with family. And know you can come home whenever. I might not recognize you, but I have pictures. I'm Carol Varell.